G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Loneliness is such a dreadful thing. It's a hunger, a need to be loved and accepted and connected that goes unmet. When we travel through those lonely places, where exactly is God? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again. Today we're going to take a look at this whole loneliness thing from a different perspective. And please do stay tuned because in just a few minutes, I'll be telling you about Christianity Works' free daily devotional. It's called Fresh, and it's all about helping you draw closer to Jesus so that you can become all that he made you to be. One of the hardest things in life is being alone. It happens to different people at different times. A teenager growing up might feel misunderstood. That's a lonely place to be. Someone who's married can feel like their husband or their wife is so distant. That's lonely. Work and children and pressures and responsibilities conspire against marriages. In fact, we can be surrounded by crowds of people and yet still feel desperately alone. It can even be that that people are reaching out to us, but somehow we feel incapable of making that soul connection. We're like a dry sponge that somehow can't take any relationships in just at the moment. As we grow older, the children leave and and they have their own busy lives and perhaps a husband dies and the widow is left alone. Whatever its form, loneliness can be a terrible place and it can go on for a very long time. When I look back on my life, there have been a couple of times in particular that I can point to when I was really lonely. When I was a teenager growing up, I like almost, I, I think all teenagers feel this, they feel misunderstood by their parents. And for me too, I was so different to my peers. I I was short and dumpy and clever. I was a musician and not a sportsman. I was a bit of a misfit, you know. I was never one of the beautiful people. It was a lonely time for me. And there was a time as an adult when I was on my own for several years. People, yeah, sure, there were people at work and people at church, but, but there were no real soul ties. You know what I mean? I'm not someone to get lonely really very much at all. I have a fairly healthy self-esteem. I I feel good about myself. I truly enjoy peace and quiet and and my own space and my own company. And yet I've been in that deep place of loneliness. It's like like a dark pit. How do you put words around this, this thing, loneliness? All sorts of different circumstances and situations and different times of our lives that it happens. What's the common thread? What What defines loneliness? I read this definition in an online encyclopedia called Wikipedia, and I think it's pretty good. They write, Loneliness is an emotional state in which a person experiences a powerful feeling of emptiness and isolation. Loneliness is more than just the feeling of wanting company or or wanting to do something with another person. Loneliness is a feeling of being cut off, disconnected and alienated from other people. The lonely person finds it difficult or even impossible to have any form of meaningful human contact. 
Lonely people often experience a subjective sense of emptiness and hollowness with feelings of separation and isolation from the world. Ah, you know, I think we can all relate to that. I think we we all travel through some lonely places sometimes in life, some more than others. Some maybe have a personality that's more predisposed to being alone than others. But that, that sense of isolation and emptiness, the lack of connectedness, the, the, the being pulled apart from other people. I was reading a really interesting perspective the other day. It's something that Mother Teresa said. Have a listen, have a listen to this. I think it's powerful stuff. She said, when Christ said, I was hungry and you fed me, he didn't mean only the hunger for bread and for food. He also meant the hunger to be loved. Jesus himself experienced this loneliness. He came amongst his own, and yet his own received him not. And it hurt him then, and it has kept hurting him. The same hunger, the same loneliness, the same having no one to be accepted by and to be loved and wanted by. Every human being in that case resembles Christ in his loneliness. And that is the hardest part. That's the real hunger. Isn't that profound? It makes you think, you know, there's there's a loneliness, a hunger. It's our most basic emotional need going unmet. The need to be loved. The need to belong. The need to know that there's someone out there, just one person, who misses you, who's thinking about you, who, who wants you. That's what loneliness is. And it's really weird because Jesus was followed by huge crowds. I mean, he had rock star status. And yet so often he was alone. And it was those crowds, those very same people, were the ones who demanded his crucifixion. But all the way along, Jesus knew that. Have a listen to how John puts it in John chapter 2. Verse 23. When he was in Jerusalem during the Passover festival, many believed in Jesus' name because they saw the the miracles and the signs that he was doing. But Jesus, for his part, wouldn't entrust himself to them because he knew them all. See, he had rock star status. He had huge crowds. And those same crowds bade for his blood and deserted him. He always knew. Public opinion human acclamation, a fickle thing. And Peter the Apostle said, Lord, I'll stick by you, I'll stick through everything, I'll, I'll even die with you, and yet you probably know the story. When, when he said that to Jesus, Jesus said, look, here, it's night time, before that rooster crows in the morning, you'll have denied me three times. And Peter said, no, no, I won't do that. And sure enough, when Jesus was being led to trial before his crucifixion, three times Peter denies Jesus. Three times. One by one, the crowds, his closest supporters, his family, they all left him. He was beaten and mocked and crucified and they left him completely alone. But you know, as impossibly difficult and painful as that was, he was prepared for it. Have a listen to what Luke says about Jesus. The news about Jesus spread all the more. So the crowds of people came to hear him and be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. Listen to that again. Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. See, I think that's what's going on here, is that out there in that wilderness, out there in those lonely places, out there away from the hype and the hoopla and the the limelight and the crowds and the oohs and the ahs and the recognition, out there in those lonely places is where Jesus spent time with his dad. There's something in that. 
in the times where I've been desperately lonely, feeling that isolation and that, that disconnectedness and the pain that comes with that in those lonely places, they were the times when God stepped in. How do I explain it? I was sitting once alone, weeping in my loneliness. And I just had this powerful sense of God's presence in that place, an overwhelming knowledge that I was being surrounded and filled with his spirit in that lonely place. That's where I became addicted to God. I wanted more and more and more of him. Somehow amidst the darkness and the pain, his light shone so brightly. I look back on those times as the greatest opportunity that God would ever give me out there in the lonely places. And I believe that's why God lets us go to them. That's why God lets us walk in that loneliness because it's the opportunity he gives us to discover his steadfast and wondrous love. sharing the gospel with as many people as possible so they can experience a real and tangible relationship with God. So before I go, I'd like to tell you about our free daily devotional to help you be all that God made you to be. It's called Fresh. Each day you'll receive a powerful scripture verse together with some words of inspiration, hope and encouragement. And the best news is that it's completely free and delivered right to your inbox each and every day where you can choose to read, listen or even watch the daily video. It's completely up to you. It's God's Word fresh for you each day. To receive your free devotional, just jump onto the website freshdevotional.org. You'll see the Fresh e-devotional sign up right there for you. As a bonus, I'll also send you a free copy of my e-book, How Can I Hear God Speak to Me? So head across to the website and sign up to receive Fresh. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through his word. That web address again, in case you missed it, is freshdevotional.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.